You know, what God actually is talking to us about is a practical living. God wants us to live like Jesus did on the earth. Amen. Jesus was never anxious. Jesus was never worried. Jesus was not confused. Jesus set the standards that we may follow. Praise the Lord. Alfred led us this morning in the mystery of what he was saying dawned on my heart. I don't know how many of us have even taken time to look at what God said. Brother, it is heavy. That's the reason for which we are going to spend time to pray. So that the reality of the word of God by the spirit of God will come to pass over everybody's life. So I can only plead with you. Don't treat this anyhow. Get involved with the fasting. Get involved with the prayer. Be a true child of God. The coming week. And I want that as we do we will freely speak of the kingdom of God that has come over us. Please. Hallelujah. This morning, I want to share on the explanation. We will be taking them in stages. But the bit that God by His grace has given to us this morning is what is the kingdom of God? What is it? So majority of people may say heaven on earth. But God, who has explanation to his word, wants to bring the same understanding to us. So sit well and don't allow the hamatan to disturb you. Amen. You know, one of the things that I see is that they, there's a movement in the Hamilton, and if you are not careful, you'll be closing your eyes. May it not be. Amen. Father in heaven, we thank you for the privilege of sitting in your presence. Where you have declared that unto you shall the gathering be. Therefore, Lord, as we are more than even two, as we have even gathered to, in the remembrance of you, to eat of your flesh and to drink of your blood. I pray, O oh God, by the Holy Spirit this morning, in the name of Jesus, the Lord, you will perform over us and establish us concerning what you are speaking to us. In Jesus' name we have prayed and everyone said, What is the kingdom? 
Romans chapter 14. I take verse number 17 and 18. And then we will come back. Would you like every one of us read the scripture for us? One, two. Continue. Hallelujah. When I hear Jesus say, Why do you worry? We will quickly go to Luke chapter 12, verse 22. Just the 22. One, two. Amen. Now, I want you to consider something. If you never knew God was speaking to you and me, you must receive it that God has spoken to you. In this chapter, or in this verse, see the people God spoke to. Then he said, to his disciples. He said to his own, not to the crowd. So, there are children of God who can be worried as against the scripture. Praise the Lord. Now, this, I want to ask a very simple question. If God tells a person not to do something and he does it contrary to what God has done, what does that what is that? I want to hear you. So may I say to us that we have been sinning not knowing what we have been doing. Anybody who worries sings against God. This is the reason for which this year you say to yourself, no more worry. Hallelujah. The things that make people worry. The things that disturb people is food. There are people in this place, we are so busy about what we are building that God is irrelevant. Stop it. Trust God and it shall come to pass. I would have expected that the Lord would talk to the people outside. You worry too much. But no. He spoke to his own, explaining that 
even his own children can be caught up in worry and disturbance. So he said to his own disciples, do not worry. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about life. Children of God, I want to tell you, life is not about clothing and what we will eat. We are coming to understand what life is about. If we don't bring ourselves into fitting into the spirit of God by the word of the Lord to do what life is all about, we would have failed our mission on the earth. Praise the Lord. Make up your mind in a way that as far as you are living in this temple, God will be glorified. Do you notice that the things that disturbs us from glorifying God is worrying? few weeks ago, to be precise, 22nd of December, I felt very sad because I came, as much as we had quite a lot of people here on that day, something God told me to tell our church, some of us were not around and it pained my heart. God showed and told me the picture of our church. It's like when he wrote a letter to those seven churches. One of the things that God spoke about is tell them. I actually said to him, why don't you send somebody else to say? He said, shut up and tell them. He said, we have arrogance of heart. Too much in this church. And it is towards not receiving his word because of vessel that he uses. So Jesus said, if you accept him because he speaks my word, I will bless you. Praise the Lord. If you care for your life, let these people go to the is it Facebook or something? No, there's another name. Where they download the messages. Podcast. Every church member must read that message. M- must hear it. It will be good for you. I'm humbly saying that it will be good for you. Amen. Because it's not my word. As much as There was much concentration on vessels that carry the word. I don't seek to be approved and to be accepted. I just want to speak what God says I should speak. Praise the Lord. Now, brethren, watch this carefully. The people God was addressing the matter to were his own people. So you can be a child of God, born again, filled with the Holy Ghost, 
and still walk about in life worried. It is possible. That's why he made it very exclusive to his own people. May none of us be worried about anything in the name of Jesus. Don't be worried about food. Don't be worried about clothing. Don't be worried about what you don't have. Just be happy and say, God, let your kingdom come upon my life. So what is the kingdom? Now you switch to Romans 14.17. If you don't know the kingdom of God, may I announce it to you this morning. We are not speaking strange language. The word of God is a plain language. The word of God said, For the kingdom of God is not food. It's not eating. Neither is it drinking. But what is it? Righteous living. Righteous living. Tell your neighbor, this year live righteously. Don't gossip. Tell them. Don't let your heart be troubled. Don't worry about somebody's life. Concentrate on your life. To live righteously for God. Amen. We fight too many battles that bring us worry and disturbance. And for that matter, there is the antenna of God is bringing signal. And we don't hear. May you never be deaf to the voice of the Spirit of God. In the name of Jesus. When you are put before people you don't know what to say, there is no need to worry. Just say a prayer such as, I don't know what to say. This thing that this man is saying, this thing that this woman is saying, Lord, can you tell me? Brother, I want to tell you. When I have discussions with individuals, as a pastor, sometimes you have people come and say things that are tough. Even when you are hearing, you are saying, Lord, this one... Where do we start from? But there has never been a single occasion as people were talking and I said a quiet prayer in my heart and said, Lord, this one, unless you say something, I don't know what to say. And I beg you, give a solution. Anytime I said that quiet prayer in my heart, Immediately when I opened my mouth, I was able to speak wisdom and direction. May you walk like that in the name of Jesus. Do it. Those of us who have been so worried about things you don't have. For which reason you are fighting tooth and nail. Unnecessary jealousies in your heart. Drop it. And believe God. Would you do that? There is a kingdom power. 
We are coming to that. There is a kingdom power. You alone can sail through things. And everybody else will say, why? Why is he like that? Hallelujah. I wouldn't claim myself as, I'm not a bad student, but I wouldn't claim as I'm one of the first, first, first class students like Ante Koko. If you were in a classroom with that woman, you will always be behind her. But there is something. In my KLM days, if I was ever going on a course, and then some of my colleagues, Betty, Van der Poy, and the rest, they've gone and come, and I say, how was the course? They say, hmm, prepare. And I, no, I will say, so how was the course? Then they will say, hmm. It was tough, but for you, there is no problem. How is it possible? Because of the kingdom power. May you be like that. Don't be anxious on the job. You see, if you are worried about something that you think should be given to you and it's not given to you, there is no need to be worried. Because the wisdom of God is at work. And God will do things His way. Praise the Lord. But we are not living for these things. We are living for the kingdom of God to be noticed. Hallelujah. So, Paul wrote to the Romans and said, Do you want to be accepted by God in your walk with God? This year, God is saying our walk with Him must be accepted by Him. And if we are going to walk with God and to be accepted by Him, one of the things that we should note is that we don't want, we don't need to worry about food. We don't need to worry about clothing. We don't need to worry about where we will lay our hands. All we need to worry about is God. How much we may know Him. And the power of his resurrection. And the authority that is in his name. And the manifestation that when we haven't spoken, people look at us and say, this man is a different man. That is what we are excited about. Praise the Lord. You know, we have become too mindful of many things. Because of that, The kingdom of God is not being displayed. My humble prayer is that every one of us, every one of us, you see, he didn't speak to a disciple. He spoke to his disciples. Every one of us must experience the kingdom of God. Now he said, it is righteousness. It's a peace of mind. Um, can I beg you for something? Don't let anybody. If you are a man of peace, a woman of peace, you should know yourself. There are some of us bottled up with all kinds of things. As you hear the word of God, let it fly out of your life. No need. No need. 
A man who has had God's kingdom hanging on his head. A woman who has had God's kingdom hanging on his head. Is a person of peace. Person of joy. Country broke. Country no broke. Our master says we are peaceful. Therefore, we will say, country broke, country no broke. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Per adventure, if Satan sent a mosquito to bite you, and the parasites are flying in your body, you still can say, peace be still. Because the kingdom of God is my promise. And you would experience the healing of God. Hallelujah. When we are able to do this for ourselves, we can extend it to others as well. Anything that you can do for yourself. As I walk with God and as I study, I have seen that the best way to live is to let the scripture affect you. Then you can be a blessing to somebody. Otherwise you are a talker. And I don't want to be a talker. I want to be an action man. May you be an action person this year. Praise the Lord. See he said. Peace. Joy. In the Holy Ghost. Today, people don't do those things anymore. When they can make songs by themselves, they are too busy. Every child of God has been given with the ability to make songs from his own heart. You didn't hear that. I'm telling you, it's a fact. You can sit and you fall in love with God so much that you will just speak and make songs. You make some of the songs even in the spirit. I remember when we were growing up as children of God. As one brother, God bless him. And deliver his head now in Jesus' name. I prayed for him. I know the reason why I prayed. He was such a flow. that if you sat down, all we did was to pray. And if we sat down to pray, oh, you will love him. He will sing in the spirit. He will just sing. You will be there and your own tune will come. And I developed that. And I love it. Except that I'm not as... I don't write things. That I, don't, I don't record these things. I have made a lot of songs. May the Lord help me. As I move forward in Jesus' name. Amen. May you be somebody like that. You remember what the book of Ephesians says? Let them make melody. Sing hymns. Listen, spirituality has some traces that are very beautiful. Have a joyous heart. People who make joyful songs all by themselves, and they are always very happy singing, they are dangerous 
if you temper with their lives. If you are not careful, you will be spanked by the Lord. Because God appreciates such people. May you be like that this year. Hallelujah. Don't be too gloomy. Don't be too worried. Don't be too closed up. Open and sing to the Lord. Harm your songs. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. And all that is within me, bless His holy name. You are the good God. You are the God of glory. Glory, glory to your name, Lord. You are worthy to be praised. There is none like unto our God. The God of all power and glory, Morondo Sondoli, Le Merekende Satatane, Linoronda Marande Seketengunda Yamakumba Yandaya. You will glorify yourself. You will honor your name. Your name will never come down because it's above. Mana mana maranda shantara maroko sokotori labaya. You do music to the Lord. Praise the Lord. In the verse number 18 of Romans 14, look at what he said. It's okay, thank you, brother. He said, For he, do you, for he, who serves Christ in these things is what? Acceptable to God and approved by men. If you will walk under the kingdom of God with what you are experiencing and understanding, I want you to know that we will translate it later. You will be attractive because people know that when they come around you, they will be blessed. May you be a blessing to someone. I'm not talking about a blessing which always money, 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 money. In Ghana here, it's only when you give money to people that you, they say, Nyamishra. May you speak words of eternal life. Praise the Lord. Those of us whose mouth are not sweet. We remove all of that. May your mouth be sweet in Jesus' name. For those, brethren, can you imagine God of heaven, our Father in heaven, saying, this one is accepted by us. Can you imagine God announcing, angel, go down. For our acceptable child needs help. For those who serve God in these things are acceptable by God and man. Praise the Lord. Something about you because of the kingdom of God that has come over you should let people be attracted to you. Amen. Are you listening? For we have received a kingdom. And God is very generous in that kingdom. He said, 
It is the Father's good pleasure. It is the Father's willingness. It is the Father's joy. It is the Father's happiness to let you flow in His kingdom. You know, on 31st night I told you, as the Lord gave me the understanding, People who found themselves in very critical times, such as Queen Esther, who everything around, at the time that they needed an intervention of God, proved that this one, if you venture, you will die. I want to show you if we will yield and be obedient to the word of God, what will happen to us? We can find ourselves in a very critical stage. But if we continue and connect to God and His word, what is likely to happen is that even in the critical need, that we think that all hopes are gone. That is when we will see the hand of God. Can you imagine? People that a letter has gone round everywhere to say, on the 21st of February, so, so, and so, they should all be exterminated. They should all be killed. And then all of a sudden, a faithful man, one man, said the kingdom of God must come down. And if we cannot, we the Jewish cannot be, I mean, we cannot be removed from the space of the earth. It's not possible. A man mounts up like we are going to do this week. He mounts up in prayer. He puts on sackcloth and walks like this in the city. My father, you are the God we have saved. We know no other. Nothing is so difficult for you. He walks like that and he goes to the palace of the king. And he just does it. We all know, some of us know the story about how King, King Esther ended up to, well, we all know the story how Esther ended up to be a queen at the top. And as the man was crying, finally he lands, pull, at the palace where decision has to be taken. And then he sends someone and says, Go and tell my nephew that we are going to be finished on the face of the earth. Because a wicked man has plotted that we should be destroyed. And the king on no wing had put a seal on the matter. And that we are finished. We are only waiting for the day which is a bit far off. But the, fact, the matter is that once the king has signed, it shall come to pass. Tell them, my nephew, Odia, if it is well with her, she should know that trouble is looming. Esther hears this. Natural as anybody will do. Comes around and says, Yea, but there is order here. There is order in the kingdom. You can't just get up and go and plead your case with the king when you have not been called. How do we do? Go and tell my, 
my, my uncle that actually something needed to be done. But the truth is that here there is order that works. Ah, and this order I cannot violate it. In fact, the king is always sitting at the top. And the yard of his house is so plain that if you are coming and you, are, you don't have any appointment, the king has only one thing. The, the, the Abrafo or the guards who are in the palace, they have all the ammunition and everything. I mean, they too have been given with a list as to who is supposed to come to the king. And if they look at that list and you don't have your name on it and the badge that proves that you have an appointment with the king, you will be finished right in the yard. You will be finished. Except when the king spots you up, and he has a scepter, and he takes it himself and crosses it like this for the guards to know that this one has been exempted else. So go tell my uncle that this cannot be, it cannot be done. They tell the message to the uncle, and you know, this is the kind of Christianity for righteousness we need to do. You become radical. Praise God. The uncle said, what is she talking about? We are going to be finished. Go tell her that. If now she thinks she can deny us. Because she's in a better place. I want to prophesy. I'm sending the prophecy through you that she should not think that she will be spared. Somebody after we have been killed. If it really happens. Somebody will say this one too is a Jew. So she and his half, her father's house would also be finished. A woman receives a message like this. And quickly, she comes to herself. I pray that what God has said to you, you will come to yourself. Immediately, comes to herself and she reissues the message. Tell my uncle that you fast with me. And we should all pray. I'm going to see the king. After all, all die be die. Can God find Christians like this? Who can wait on God so patiently to say, I am not changing my stand. Because God has the answer. Pray. Brother, please, take your Christianity serious at least for once. Tomorrow we are starting. Fasting, you won't die. You'll be fine. And you won't say amen to that too. Praise the Lord. Message goes. They rally prayer. They didn't pray like we used to pray. That they prayed. And then, on Tuesday morning, they said, I will go. A woman is going, and the king, the king, somehow just around that time, Satan has blown his eyes, and he was like as if falling asleep for the disaster to happen. Ha! But the Holy Ghost said, Don't sleep! My queen is coming. Ah, I don't have an appointment with my queen. Then she, he takes the scepter. And then he says, 
And then all the Abrafo said, Madam, you can go to the king. The king says you should come. Praise be to the Lord. Ah! If it is not God, who else? Finally, guess there. He says, Queen. He said, What is it that is troubling you? She stays very calm. I just want to make a banquet for you. I want you to come and eat. Ah! At the risk of your life, only to come and tell me that you want me to come and eat. The king was falling in love more. You know, I pray that this kind of wisdom will come over us in the name of Jesus. A wisdom that would display the kingdom of God that will not us become giddy, 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 giddy. That's it. A door has been opened. The queen pushes his chair to the queen and says, Is there anything else you want me to? He said, Not for now. Tomorrow too, I will do the same. And when you are coming, you know the man that you elevated to the second position, come with him. I honor him. Countryman was very happy. He did not know that he was walking towards his gallows. I pray that this promise that it is the Father's good pleasure to give us the kingdom will be yours in the name of Jesus. He comes. Following day, the same thing. No anxiety. And now when she was led to let it out. The king was so upset, he got up. And he was so desperate. And then, countryman thought, let me go and kneel by the bedside where they ate from. So the king and the anxiety moving around, he said, how can Haman do this? When he turned, then he saw the man near the bed. And that even infuriated the matter. So now you want to finish with the queen. And now you want to take the queen from me too. Ah! He ordered that, that man. Then quickly the guards, they come around and say, Papa King, wait. This man has built a gallow to finish up the righteous. Oh, so he has prepared for them. Please, let him himself be hanged. Praise the Lord. This is what the power of God can do. This is what the power of God can do. You don't need to help God. He is able to help himself. Only don't be worried. Only don't be frustrated. Only accept that Lord you are in this matter. And you will work it out for my good. Amen. Are you listening? Now the Bible said... Those who serve God in this manner are acceptable by God. What is the kingdom of God to you? It's not food. Some of us can only be excited about the provisions of God. Hey, somebody sent me a suitcase full of clothing. Bless the Lord for that, but that's not the kingdom of God. Somebody gave me money. Bless the Lord for that. That's not the kingdom of God. It is power. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 20. Would you like to read this scripture for me? 1 Corinthians 4 20. 1, 2.
Father, let it sink on the hearts of men. Amen. The kingdom of God is not in words. Not plenty talk. Not plenty talk. Not demonstration of intelligence. Not the eloquency of mouth. But the little that you will say. <laughs> you know, it was that man who said, Why have you drunk and you are talking like this? We just finished with our lunch and you seem to be drunk by the little wine we took. The woman. You know, that lesson is wonderful. A humble child of God was this Anna woman. When you are desperate and people say things, it is very easy to bounce back with filthy language. Because the man didn't know what he was talking about, but he stayed, she stayed very calm. Do you know a person who has the kingdom of God over his head does not fight? He allows God to fight. So she comes and she begins to address the priest, the high priest. With all respect, thank God for that good example in the Bible. She was a high backslided priest. And yet, word from his mouth never fell to the ground. As for the wisdom of God, you cannot dispute that. So he comes and he says, No, my Lord, I'm so sorry that you have misunderstood my actions. My actions are not because I am booze. Actually, I'm a woman of a sorrowful heart. Now, I want to tell you something. In other words, I'm a woman of a worried heart. Watch this carefully. I'm a woman of a worried heart. And then the man of God speaks only one word. Then worry no more. And the God of Israel has heard your petition. And then the woman, you see, the beautiful thing about that scripture is that the woman gets up and then joyfully, which I pray that as you have heard the word of God, you will joyfully rise up and see the hand of the Lord. See, the Bible says, and she said, let your handmaiden, maiden, maid servant find favor in your sight. So the woman went her way at, is that a person who is worried? At, and her face was no longer. And then the following morning, God does the miracle. One meeting with a husband produces a son. Is it, this is not God. And then the woman said, Ha ha ha. I will. This one, I will take good care of him. And what I will do is that this boy that I ask of God, and God gave me, I will just make sure that I will just go and put him in the temple for him to sweep the temple, for him to clean the shoes of the man of God, for him to do everything, I die.
ashamed to the Lord. The intentions of the woman was the boy will go and serve in the house of the Lord. And let me tell you something. You don't need to backslide because you are in the midst of people who are backsliding. Praise the Lord. You don't need to show a different character of your life. Because you find yourself in the midst of corrupt nation. No way. Just be a child of God. That's why I said from the beginning that God wants us to live the life of Christ. Amen. No longer you, but Christ at work in you. Both to will and to do of his good pleasure. And so now, this small boy comes from a place that the mother didn't even get enough time to inject a lot of things into him. He's a small boy, except that he could take cap and then come and fetch it and give it to the high priest. That was enough. And so the old man will say, God bless you. Samuel, God bless you. Go and sleep, okay? As this boy was going up and down, he will see. First of all. No, let me relieve you of that. Let me say it. They will understand. Because maybe your spirit may not be. Then, one of the sons of Eli will hook a woman right in the eye of the small boy. Madam, you are writing. Will hook a woman. Priesto. Hey, Samuel, off the road, zoom into his room. And someone will say, what is happening? And the next thing someone will hear, what is happening? What is happening? But, listen, even as Samuel was so young, I love the book of Samuel. eh? It teaches me a lot of things. Even as much as Samuel was so young, Samuel refused not to allow the influences of darkness over his life. I see, but I don't see. I hear, I don't hear. And he kept on to that for so long. Until one night, God himself said, Samuel, let's talk. The kingdom of God opened on his top. And then he says, Samuel! And Samuel says, Yes, my master, I'm coming. The boy rushes to the old man who was sleeping. Boom, 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 boom. He says, Who is that? It's your son, Samuel. Come in, come in. What is happening? Who is bothering you? He said, Papa, you called me. The man said, <coughs> I called you? Maybe because I was sleeping. Out of sleep I was shouting, it's okay, go and sleep. In no time he comes back and says, Papa, you called again. I heard your voice. Ah, go and sleep. The third time he comes and he says, Papa, I heard you. By this time, the old man has come to himself once again as a prophet. The gifts and the calling of God are without repentance. The Bible says he perceived and said, The Lord is calling the boy. Can I give you a piece of advice? 
the kingdom of God has opened over your head. He wants to talk with you. Who am I to say he shouldn't talk with you? So, when he speaks, just say, Speak, your servant heareth. Okay. Samuel! Yes, Lord, speak. Your servant is hearing. And Samuel was told, you know something? I'm a God who follows order, but I have a problem. I have checked your heart. I know you will behave yourself. So be careful. What I'm going to tell you, I am not happy with your master. I have removed the seed from his bottles. Because his children have done this and he didn't do it and I'm not happy at all. The small boy said, Lord, what are we going to do? Do you know he was an intercessor? He's the one that when God even removed the seed from, from, from Saul, he was still interceding until the heavens came back and said that, Obey, stop, because we have finished his matter. May you pray for somebody and never give up in the name of Jesus. Let the kingdom of God that has come upon you be a praying, cause you to pray for someone interceding, which we will start tomorrow. Hallelujah. Continues. Praise. And then finally God says, it's alright. It's alright. It's okay. But this will happen. Now the following day the master said, I know by experience. That he didn't call you for nothing. I place injunction on your life that if you don't say it, you too, you have your repercussions. <laughs> the boy was so smart and obedient. And said, indeed, <laughs> I don't need to say this, but that is what God said. He said, he is the Lord. Let him do anything he wants. We won't come to that subject yet. But instead of a man repenting, he says he is the Lord. And when the word of the Lord comes, may you never do that. Repentance is yours. You must always be so quick. Listen, let me tell you one secret before I close up the matter. Whenever you are sitting down and you can hear the voice of God for yourself, you don't need to wait for a general prayer when somebody else will tell you that do this, do this. As soon as they come, you can see God is speaking to you and he has brought the matter up. Because you are his son, quickly catch it and pray about it. Amen. That's how serious children of God. You sit in your church every Sunday and you can hear the voice of God for yourself. Take action. Don't wait until, you know, somebody comes and we declare that this is what has happened. No, 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 no. Be quick to repent. Amen. Now somewhere, that's it and the final shot, God finally puts him in the seat. And the Bible declared on his head, he was the, one of the greatest ones ever lived. May the kingdom of God that has been opened usher you into a different level. Amen. Coming back to the main scripture. And then we take it to verse 29 and 30. Only that for the time being. 29 and 30, the Bible says, Jesus answered, Oh, 
saying, 12, 29, and 30. He said, Now I have been disturbed about the consistency upon which Jesus is speaking about anxiety, worry in that chapter. And I notice that if we will be very honest with ourselves, we will find out that we worry about many things. True or false? May we drop it this Sunday morning. Now he comes back to say, and do not seek. Is that 29? Okay. He says that, and do not seek what you should eat. There are so many of us who have plants. You are building. I was studying the other day and the Lord just showed me something that was so scary. He said, people who will not take my word but plant for themselves, they will plant and somebody else will chop it. They will pl- he said they will plant and somebody else will chop it. It is also scripture. It is scripture. Man worked very hard and said, this one I'm planning for my retirement. And when his retirement was up, God said, now you have the power to leave to chop it. Come. We will get there very soon. It's part of the message we'll be preaching. Amen. But the Bible says, do not seek what you should eat or what you should drink, nor have anxiety of mind. In the name of Jesus, all anxiousness in our minds must be broken now. Praise the Lord. Say a big amen to this prayer. Because he spoke to his disciples. And If you are a disciple, there are many things that are worrying you. Stop it! Don't allow that. Don't be anxious. Now verse 30. He said. For all these things. Now I will close on this matter. And then we get ready to the table. For all of these things. The nations of the world seek after. And your father knows that you need these things. Listen to this. The world system has taught all of us to aim high in the world and to get this in the world and to become like this in the world. Don't misunderstand me. May I say, the world has a system and if God doesn't show you What you should do next. Don't do it. You didn't say amen. Many people start well with God. They get finished in the midst of the road. Because something else would have taken over. They will still be alive and naturally will be fantastic. But they have no bite in the spirit. May you not be like that. Because there has been an exchange. Satan siphoned the closeness of God and replaced it with something else. And they don't even know it. May you never be like that. 
be so solid with God to such an extent that no matter where you are raised to, it will always be God and His kingdom. Praise the Lord. And if I may just quickly say this in the verse number 32. Say it for me. One, two. Verse 34. Go. I'm closing on this. You see, many people don't know. Lord, this year, give us such as Brother Fred led us. Give us such an illumination, please, Father, to your word. Such an illumination that will let, if somebody is even encouraging me to do something, that will let me become far from you, it might not stop. I must see it and run away from it. Praise the Lord. You didn't understand me. You see, whenever there is an exchange by the system of the world to that of Christ, what happens is that your heart is captured by that system. So everything, of course you are not fornicating, you are not, you are not stealing, you are not doing anything. You know, you know that it's wrong to do. So when you are flowing in that sort of thing, you will be very proud to say that me too, I'm a Christian. But the standard with which God wanted you, you may have lost it. And the level and communication that he would have loved to talk with you, you may not hear his voice. Because you are crowded by many things, and those things have shut you up. And say, God says, my son, my daughter. You hear it like it has tended. You don't hear the voice clear. Lord said, when people don't hear my voice, it sounds in their ear like a tender. When people hear my voice, it is very clear. I pray that this year, as the kingdom of God has opened over you, may you hear the voice of God clear. Whether you like it or not, let me tell you, be humble to receive it. Whenever you allow the system of this world to capture and to put you in a position where God has not placed you, you lose your connection with God. Because what's going to happen is that your treasure now is in that and morning you are thinking about that. Afternoon you are thinking about that. Evening you are thinking about that. On your bed you are thinking about that. So there is no God anywhere for you you to hear His voice. So please, Make God your treasure. Amen. Make God your treasure. Shall we bow? Maybe you are here today. And truly, you know very well, God is not your pursuit or your treasure. Something else seems to have taken over. We're going to do something very simple. Remember I told you, when you hear the voice of God, harden not your heart. There's nothing wrong with spirit 
skilled tongue talking. Who could come to himself and hear the voice of God and respond? We don't have time, so I'm not asking you to come to the front. But you are here and you know that God is not your treasure. Your treasure is found in different things. And truly, truly, your whole Christianity has turned upside down. Before you come to the Holy Communion, would you like to humbly just stand wherever you are so we can pray? You know it. You don't need anybody to tell you. Something is telling you, I'm the one who needs to be up. But you are saying, no. Can you do that quickly? God bless you. You don't need to look at anybody. You look at you. God is not your treasure. God bless you. If you want to get up, just do it quick. It's not. You have seen clearly that there's a replacement. The truth is that things have turned upside down. It's not very clear. It's not clear to you. You are dreaming about life. You are dreaming and worried about what is next. Every time it's all about something natural. But nothing of closeness to God. Would you stand up simply, please, so we can pray? Quick, I still sense there are many people, but God doesn't force nobody. Those of you with your standing, put your hand on your chest as we pray. Tell God in a very sincere way that I want you, Father, remove any treasure. Anything that has become an idol to me. It has become a treasure. I pay attention to it more than anything. Just humbly just say that to the Lord. And as we pray. He will do it. He's doing it right now. Because you acknowledge it yourself. He's so faithful. Lord as brethren are standing. And because it's your word. Sometimes the treasure comes in and we do not know it. It steals our hearts. But we are standing this morning and asking that you would dethrone any treasure that we have mounted for ourselves in the name of Jesus. Lord, save these ones who have been so genuine in admitting that they are not standing well. Please, Father, Remove anything that the enemy took advantage of. Dethrone it, take it out, and give them the freedom to serve you and to make you as king. I present each one of them to you, Lord, for sanctification, for cleansing by the blood, because of a repented heart. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Please sit down. God bless you. Thank you.